Silent nights, holy Welcome to St. James Lutheran Church. My name is uh, Pastor Joel Hess, and uh, I have the privilege of sharing the good news of Jesus Christ with you. Thanks for listening, and if you'd like to support the ministry, the mission that God is doing here in the uh, Lincoln Park area through St. James, please go to our website and uh, donate online. Thanks for listening. Holy infant, so tender. Merry Christmas. Please be seated. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. One of the greatest uh, Christmas miracles ever told that anyone's ever heard of it's probably what happened in 1914. Maybe many of you know, know about this extraordinary event. It's not talked about enough. It's really quite amazing. During the First World War, uh, all these nations, as you, you might know, uh, this ridiculous uh, a bunch of hateful Europeans that finally had a chance to take it out on one another, which is what World War I was basically. No just cause, just anger. And December 24th, on the Western Front, the Germans started to decorate their trenches, and they brought in Christmas trees as well, and they sang carols. The English on the other side reciprocated, started doing the same. Guns were put down. The loud noise of weaponry ceased, and you could hear the songs of Christmas being sung. The Christmas truce, it is called. And a miracle if there ever was one, if you think about it. If you think about getting Germans and French together in one place, just that is a miracle. But really quite amazing. Not only were they doing that, they were actually exchanging gifts, going into no man's, the no man's zone and giving gifts to one another. One fellow, one British soldier wrote home and said, Mom, I'm smoking German tobacco right now, and no, it's not because I took it from a prisoner of war, but it was given to me as a gift. This blew everybody's mind. The silence of guns, the end of violence, at least for a day on Christmas. How amazing that was, right? Peace. We talk about peace. Peace occurred. I used to love this story. I used to preach about this story. But recently it's dawned on me that this is the dumbest story I've ever heard in my life. Right? What happened on December 26th? You know what happened? Those same people that exchanged gifts and shook hands and sang their little stupid carols killed each other. Sounds crazy, right? Being happy and peaceful on Christmas Day, going back to war the next? Or does it sound like your household, right? Christmas Day, I know as a kid, right? Christmas morning, everyone's so gleeful and you're opening up presents for a moment. Mom and dad are relaxed and just watching the joy. And uh, then you tell them, uh, or I was told, we got to go to grandma's. 
which is more gifts and wonderful time. You know, God forbid a kid can just enjoy <laughs> something, but oh no, I got to put my gifts away, right? And the fighting ensues, and you get in the car ride and over the hills and through the whatever, and you're starving and you're thirsty. Remember as a kid how you literally were dying in the car? Literally, you couldn't go a second further because you needed a drink of water, right? And the arguing and the fighting continue, right? We can laugh at our children for acting like that, but uh, <laughs> we put down our weapons for December, don't we? We love Christmas, and we talk about it. We send our little cards to everybody, and we talk about Christmas peace. And we might give people a break, and, and we're generous in December. We're giving things that we would not have otherwise given. At the office party, we're giving a gift to that dude that we cannot stand and smiling and shaking his hand. December 26th rolls around. All bets are off. We're right back at it. Back in the trenches, fighting, arguing, being selfish. Back to that dog-eat-dog world. Does this sound like your day after Christmas? It sounds like mine, even as a pastor that should know better. How sad we are as Christians that this is what we celebrate and people think that we only celebrate it and only act like it's Christmas and only act like peace is a possibility one day out of the year, maybe to Easter. Every day for Christians, every day for people that know that they are forgiven by God, loved by God, that he went out of his way to send his son to die for us. Every day for Christians is Christmas. The joy of Christmas and the generosity of Christmas and the peace of Christmas is an everyday thing we should wake up and tell each other, Merry Christmas. I dare you, December 26th, say it. But don't just say it to your friends or your family members. People say all the time, right? Christmas, Christmas is for, Christmas is for family and Christmas is for friends. Here all the time. That's not true at all. Christmas, this mic is killing me here. Next year, they'll have a different microphone. Christmas, that's a Christmas present. Can anybody give me a Christmas present for a Christmas is not for friends and family. If it's anything, Christmas is for enemies. It's only for enemies. That truce in 1914 really is a nice mirror of truly what Christmas is all about, and it's about a far better truce than what we put together because we're very bad at truths, and we're very bad at bringing peace to this world. Have you noticed this? It never quite works. We bring peace for a moment, maybe for a decade, but another war breaks out. If it's not terrorism, if it's not World War II, it's something, and don't think it's those people and those bad guys. It's you. Christmas is about a war begun when our grandparents, your grandparents, no matter what race or ethnicity or what country you are from, we are all the same sinners <laughs> related to Adam and Eve who started the war taking the fruits. And that war and that desire and that rebellion is still right here. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. 
And so, on that Christmas day that we celebrate tomorrow, a truce occurred. And a ridiculous one. World War I, like I said, was absolutely ridiculous. It was two equal enemies, two, uh, two sides that had absolutely no reason to kill one another, just pure hatred for one another. But on Christmas, there was only one enemy, and that's us. And there's only one good guy, and that's God. But instead of bombing the you-know-what out of us, or saying, forget it, Christmas is off, like my dad came close to saying many times. Instead, God sent his son like a white flag into no man's land, no, into our trenches. Knowing full well our guns were on him, Christ came with our weapons drawn. And the Lord gently laid down, not a fighting soldier hero, but a baby who's afraid of a baby. <laughs> you see what he's doing? Who's afraid of a Well, I shouldn't say that. Babies can be very frightful. I shouldn't say that, right? But really, completely vulnerable, approachable, gentle. Who's afraid of a baby? God came in a manger into our trenches, gently and lovingly, hands up, and he hung out with the worst of us. And more especially, most especially, laid down his life for you and for me and those soldiers in the trenches and for all of us who pretend to have peace and talk about peace but fail at it year after year after year. God sent his son to die for our sins for good and in Christ they are completely and totally and forever wiped out peace. That's what it means, Christmas peace. That the peace and the war between God and man has been removed. Jesus has paid it. It's done. In him we are totally forgiven. The debt that you owe is removed. And you want to know whether or not God means it? Look at his son on the cross. A truce. And on God's part, it's a truce that he will not forget. Isn't that awesome? Because we might forget Christmas, and we might forget this truth, but God does not forget. He forever does not hold your sins against you. He forever has conquered death, and he gives that to us. Baptism is a sign of that truth, a gift of that truth. He brings you into that peaceful fold, into that no man's land, shakes your hand, exchanges a gift, the gift of his son, and permanently declares peace in our land. May the power of that peace get you to wake up tomorrow and the next day and the next day saying, Merry Christmas. And by some miracle, oh Lord, may you spread that peace and that truce into our daily lives with our enemies, let alone our friends and family. In Jesus' name, Silent Amen. All is calm, all is bright Round yon virgin, mother and child